Hi, I'm Kylie Del Rey. I play Judy in Cobra Kai. I'm not the nicest to Johnny, but maybe I'll make up for that at some point. I'm happy to be asked to interview on Cobra Kai Companion. And you all know what not to do in my powder room if you ever come over. I think enough said. Welcome to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and my name is Peter, and today's episode is an interview with one Kylie Del Rey, who plays Judy from the first episode of Cobra Kai. She is known for the one who gets Johnny fired in one of the uh, early scenes of of, of the first season, and I just had a lot of fun talking with her. She has done a lot of work uh, in theater. She's done some film uh, and a web series, which we talk about as well. So this is the conversation. Hello, Miss Kylie. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, so you are originally from the East Coast, right? Kind of uh, New York? Well, I was born in Brooklyn. I grew up on Long Island and then uh, went to college in Florida. So that was my East Coast. Wow. So you've been uh, kind of up and down the East Side then. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't get to mention to Ralph Macchio, but his uncle was my um, biology teacher. <laughs> no kidding. Okay. Yeah. And I, never, I didn't get to, I forgot when I was at the premiere. I'm like, ah, oh, I keep forgetting to tell him that. Yeah. So that was kind of funny because we all grew up on Long Island. I think Will Zapka as well. Yeah, I think I have found that a lot of the people that have worked on the show seem to be from the East Coast. Obviously, you uh-huh. have a lot of uh, more local uh, people that you know do work as well. But even mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Billy Zapka, I think he is from that area. Uh, Ralph Macchio himself, and even the the, the creators and the writers, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all from the same area. Now, uh, I, one thing I was a little surprised to find out about is that you've done a lot of theater. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you got into theater work? Uh, yeah, it's kind of by accident. My friend's mom was a stage manager all growing up on Long Island. And I went to college in Florida. And after college, I stayed with her for a bit. So I was trying to figure out like what I wanted to do, what kind of job. And she asked me to be in a play of theirs. And I was like, what would I do in a play? Like, I'd never studied <laughs> acting. Um, and I was really nervous. I was actually shot, pretty shy growing up. So I did... I think like three or four plays with them and I was hooked. And then I asked around how to continue doing it. I was like, this is what I was meant to do. And so Lee Strasberg theater Institute was recommended to me. So I had to audition in New York and got accepted and kind of took off from there. Like my first two years, all I did was theater and I've stayed actively involved in theater the 20 years I've been acting. So that's been great. Theater is a godsend. And then you get to live in your character for two hours, unlike TV and film where they're constantly cutting. So I love all the venues, all the genres, but I, um, I really love theater for the comic aspect. Yeah, have you done like any musicals or anything like that? Or is it all? No, been... no, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, my first play, I actually had to solo and sing two songs. Um, and I can't believe I did that. I can sing, but I don't consider myself a singer and I've heard New York people <laughs> sing. I, yeah, I'm like, I don't compete with that. 
but I can carry a tune and I like to sing, but no, I, I don't pursue musical theater. Is is there something that, uh, are you still doing theater or is that something just kind of before? No, no, no. I would still do theater. Uh, the last play I did was in LA last year. Um, and that got great reviews called Married People, a comedy. Um, so there was four of us. That was fun. And it was written by a stand-up comedian, friends with, who d- actually opens for Jerry Seinfeld all the time. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So it was actually a dramedy. They built it as a comedy, but it had a lot of poignant moments as well. Well, it's kind of like Cobra Kai, too. You know, it's, I mean, one mm-hmm. can argue it's comedy, but there's very dramatic moments as well. So, yeah, I think we need a new category dramedy. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of genre bending, um, you know, properties. You know, I, I think like Get Out, for example, right? That's comedy and, yeah. and horror, you know? So, right. a lot of, I think it's very effective. Uh, right. Is there a production that you would like to be part of in terms of theater? Like, is there a a play or something like that that you've always wanted to be a part of? Well, I'm too old, but I did want to play <laughs> Rizzo in Greece. That was my dream role. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> right. And um, that would have been great. And then um, Chicago is great. And like now older, I'd have to wait a while, but uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And then I just did um, a reading for... Uh, Death of a Salesman. So I'd love to play Linda when I'm older. There was just a reading. The guys just wanted to hear the play. They were, and we, they didn't produce it. But yeah, those those two Virginia. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf and Death of a Salesman are great roles for older women. I I think it's funny that the first two you listed were uh, Greece and Chicago, which are both musicals. Right. <laughs> now, uh, I know. So so it's, it sounds like you do want to be part of a musical. Well, I love to dance, and I don't think Rizzo really requires her to be the best singer in the world. It's really just the attitude, <laughs> yeah. and Velma is a great character. They're both great characters, and I love those musicals, but yeah, if I could do it, if someone would let me do it, and who knows? <laughs> now, there's a uh, a film that you were part of some time ago that I've never seen it, but I used to work at Blockbuster, and uh-huh. uh, you know, there, there's just certain cover boxes that always stuck out. Uh, so the the movie I'm talking about is Returning Mickey Stern. Oh, really? You remember that? That's yeah. funny. You thought about <laughs> Yeah. So I was looking through That's your you know, filmography and I was like, oh, okay. That was an indie, right? And yeah. um, I, I believe that was in like the independent uh, shelf box, you know? So can you talk yeah, a, yeah. a little bit about filming that and what that movie is about? Well, that was a really interesting concept from the word go and with casting. They had a, a vote on casting. So they... They cat. They did a normal casting, and then they narrowed it down to three people for all the lead roles, and then the public got to vote on who they thought was the best auditioner. So all of our di- audition tapes were online. I don't even remember how long, but then I wound up winning the role that way. So that was really interesting, and it was a good concept. But I think sometimes new filmmakers take on too much. So he was the writer, director, and producer, and then wound up being like on camera like he had a cameraman but he was doing camera angles and <clears throat> it was a sweet story um it took place on fire island because fire island is stuck in time like literally um so it was a great place to film we did it after the season and i think we were there for like three months and it's supposed to be as if the older joe bologna goes to fire island to bury his wife and get some memorabilia and he steps back in time. So he sees them, he sees his younger self and his wife as her younger self and tries to get us together, but we're not together in this, you know, world, in this dimension or whatever. Oh, this, it does sound really interesting. 
Yeah. I mean, the concept is interesting. I don't know if it's the best film I've ever done, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And it was really fun. We had the best time. Yeah. Well, that's important, right? You know, is the experience yeah, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm just looking over some of the other things you've done. Um, I was actually a pretty big fan of Party of Five, you know, when, when oh, I was yeah. younger. Yeah. What was your time on that set like? I just played a pregnant wife who I, I don't know if she was having trouble coming to terms with the pregnancy. The older brother, his girlfriend was pregnant. So Charlie, she was in like a support I believe, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. she was the, the girlfriend and wife was in a support group for women who were pregnant. So I was part of that group. Did you meet Matthew Fox? I, I don't, I don't, I actually was in a theater company with him later, oh, which is funny. Okay. Yeah. Open fist on La Brea. Um, he joined after party of five, which I give him a lot of credit for. I love when actors really stay involved. Like a lot of big time comedians will do still do stand up at the comedy store. So it's nice when big actors still are involved with theater. It makes me think they really love it. Right. Yeah, there there was something that uh, I saw recently, and um, I really enjoyed it. And I, I I hope the listeners go and seek this out. But you were recently involved with a web series called Here's the Thing. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, uh, first <laughs> season, seven episodes, very bingeable. I mean, they range from like what three to seven minutes, I believe. Yeah, uh, hilarious, Correct. and you do an Thank amazing you. job. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so fun. I, 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 may, I may have seen, you know, a little bit of my wife and I, you know, in uh -huh. your character and your husband's. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have his name Love it. here, but uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty amazing stuff. Could you uh, talk about the concept of, uh, of that web series, uh, you know, for any listeners that might be uh, interested in checking it out? Yeah, now there's 13 episodes. And so he's putting together the, the next six or seven um, as we speak. But yeah, it was random. I was back in LA for eight months and I was looking through Actors Access, which is a website for actors to audition like low budget projects. And it was the only thing I auditioned for. It was the only thing I submitted for. It was the only thing I auditioned for and I got it. And I had never done a web series and I loved the sound of this character. And then he sent me the material and I, I just, I totally, like it was an easy role for me to step into. Oddly though, like I'm not that mean and I wish I was, <laughs> but he was like, Oh my God, you're so good at being bitchy. Same thing with Cobra Kai. Like I just love stepping into those kinds of roles. It's really kind of freeing um, because I would never really talk to somebody like that. The things I say in Cobra Kai too, I'm like, that's horrifying. I would never, but um, yeah. but super fun. And the guy, and then I had suggested three guys to play my husband um, and he was open to suggestions, but he found the guy to play my husband and we just had great chemistry. Everything is written. There's not one word that we ad lived. So he's a great writer and sometimes it just flows. And that was a gift. It's one of the funniest things I have on tape. Um, and I hope that it gets picked up and more people watch it and you can either tag it on Instagram or YouTube. Um, but yeah, it'd be great if we got a bigger following and got some attention around that. And then somebody picked a network, picked it up and continued with those characters. Cause I'd love to play Linda forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe by the time your episode comes out, season two will have already been out. Uh, I believe uh, September 20th, right, is is what I saw. I'm not sure if you the know. The first one? The, yeah, the I'm not sure second either. Season, second season. Yeah, right. Right, right. Oh, okay. Oh, first episode. Right. Yes. So, right. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. What? Uh, so how would you explain this this project to people that are interested because basically it is you and your husband at some point you right. guys go see a quote-unquote therapist that's actually just another uh fellow employee of your husband's was it 
No, she actually runs a car dealership. I don't know if that's clear, but it's kind of funny that she seems to be the therapist because we just talk about our relationship the whole time. Right, um, right. And then it turns out in the end, she's just the car dealer. And she's like, okay. Um, but yeah, so I feel like if anybody, anybody who's married, anybody who's in a relationship can totally relate either to yes. one or all of the episodes. Yeah. And yes. people who have watched it, family and friends are like, oh my God, my friends watched it with me and they actually started fighting. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, my cousin was like, yeah, the couple totally related to that one when uh, I was trying to park the car or he was parking the car and bothering yes. me at lunch. Yeah, she's like, yeah, that's him. exactly what you do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would never hang up on anybody, but I think it's really funny and how she deals with her husband and how, you know, they, their dynamic somehow works. Um, but yeah, I think it's very relatable. Even like I said, even if you can't relate to all of it, there's something in there that's truthful to everybody. And I think that's what makes it funny. Or there's something that you would like to say, but would never say, you know? Yeah. That, and that's exactly mm -hmm. what it is. And for me, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying like my, there's anything wrong with my marriage, but I think it's just right. so funny because my wife and I, we have been together for quite a long time. And uh -huh. like the hang up thing, I, I don't take that as mean. <laughs> it's just kind of like you guys are at a point in your marriage where it's like, look, you understand I'm having lunch with a girlfriend here. And what, what are you doing right. calling me about parking? And so right. that, that is one of my favorite moments and interactions. But that very first hang up, it had me rolling. I, I think the kids. <laughs> say r-m-o-f-l or something like that you know but right right um, definitely yeah so definitely check it out here uh here is the thing right yeah here's the thing here's the thing so um check it out it's all on youtube thank you um alec baldwin has a podcast so as opposed to that it's here's the thing web series Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, get the distinction correct. And I think on YouTube is actually a hashtag one. Uh, all, all it's it's one word. So, right. Um, I think if you type that in, it'll definitely pop up. Seven episodes, yeah. very bingeable. You can, you, you know, you can Thank probably you. watch it all on your lunch, the uh, lunch break. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, funny. yeah, I I love it. I love it. So definitely check Thanks. it out. Um, yeah, now you know you you briefly talked a little bit about Cobra Kai. How uh -huh. did you audition for this? Like I've talked to you know some people and they've mm -hmm. kind of done like self taping and stuff like that. But how did you right. even find out that there was even a call? You know, for not not only the show but for this character of Judy that you play. Right. Well, Atlanta is full of the industry right now. This is one of the reasons that I came here. Um, so my agent got me the audition for Judy. I have an interesting story with this. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it all, but um, <laughs> so I put myself on tape for Judy, um, sent it in and got a callback. So at the callback, they thought I was so good at being the bitch that they called me for to play Johnny's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend. And I went in for that and they loved me and I, I pretty much booked that role of Shannon and they took me to Sony and fought really hard for me. And Sony wouldn't sign off on me because they wanted a star name. So they kept pushing it. And they, then they told me on set that they thought they were going to lose me. So they didn't want to lose me and they wanted to have me on the show anyway. So then they offered, they went back to Judy, but they said Judy was one of the favorite, their favorite roles that they'd written. And they, they thought it was really funny and they thought, you know, they really liked that character um, and then he told me things that might happen for the second season between Johnny and I. And I was like, oh, nice. Maybe I'll be back in the second season. We don't know yet. 
Yeah, we don't know. That is definitely a tease <laughs> for the listeners if I ever heard one. Uh, I, I I like that a lot, uh, the character of Judy, because, I mean, yeah. you kind of, uh, we were just talking a little bit about your character, Linda, from Here's a Thing. I, right. They're definitely different, but I can see a little bit of similarities in right. the two. But, uh, but Linda, a, a lot more animated, I would say. But uh, it's yeah. just kind of one of those things like, honey, I love you, but... Good God, like right. just stop being so PC, you know, <laughs> right, and, and right. all that. But with Judy, kind of. Judy is just is, a bit. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> tell me about um, the auditioning because what was the script that you were sent to read uh, on? Uh, you did a self tape. Yeah, I self taped for Judy, and that was pretty much what, what you see. There was maybe okay. one or two lines that were cut in the final thing because they wouldn't approve one of the jokes that they wrote. Um, but other than that, it's what you see. Yeah, and then going into the other role was a whole different thing. That was like 10 pages of dialogue. And then I dressed more like the 80s because I love the 80s. Oh, who doesn't? Well, my, yeah. my co-host isn't a big <laughs> fan of it, but that's where I come oh, in. No? I, I, I love the 80s, music and yeah. all of that. Did yeah, you see yeah. um, Ready Player One? No, I haven't yet. Oh, it's it's amazing. I mean, that's yeah, that's an I 80s heard. movie if I've ever seen one. Just the music yeah, yeah. and the references, it's it's great. So uh -huh. I definitely recommend it. Um, so when you read the script, what was your thoughts of this character? Because, uh, you know, there's this whole talk about uh, Johnny is supposed to mount a right. TV on a wall. And there's a bit of confusion which wall that he was actually, right. actually supposed to mount it on. Right. Well, I, I mean, I, I think I read a little bit more about him and the character because you usually get the character outlines. Oh, okay. So like that he was down on his luck and, you know, I'm giving him a hard time. And so I just went at it like that. Like no matter what he did, it probably would have been wrong. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I have no sympathy at all. So I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just had fun with it and kind of let it rip. And the guy who read with me was also an actor friend of mine. So we did it, I think, in like one or two takes because I also read the timeline wrong, which was really interesting um, I thought it had to be in at noon. They give you like two or three days usually to send in an audition tape. So I thought it had to be in at noon. And the guy that was reading with me was coming over and he was running an errand. And then I reread it and I was like, oh my God, it has to be in at 10 o'clock. And it was already nine o'clock. So I oh, said, no. hurry up and get over here. And he's like, okay, I'll drop my errands. I'll be right there. So we literally taped it. I got it done at 930, had to upload it and send it. So it was really down to like the last minute. Like that was wow. a little harried. So we didn't have yeah. time to mess around. So I just had to go with my gut, which obviously was the right choice. But yeah, that was kind of crazy. It was. So filming that, how long did that take? Yeah, our scene, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I got there at like five in the morning. It was freezing. It was one of those days that was oddly cold. Um, and I was in a bathing suit. I'm like, great. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So I think I, I think I only spent like half a day. That was pretty straightforward. We got on bad. set. Yeah, we got on set a couple hours later. I think I was cut by like noon or one. And one of the things that I've learned uh, from speaking with other people, there, there's uh, times that the, the actors are given some wiggle room in terms of uh, improving. Was your lines with uh, Mr. Zapka, was it just pretty much as written or were there some as written. kind of back and forth? No improv. Yeah. Yeah, no, None at all, huh? completely as written because there was a word I was messing up and they were like, that's not the word. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so what was it like uh, working with Mr. Zapka? But before you uh, answer that, actually, mm -hmm. wh what do you remember about like the Karate Kid? Like when it came out, is was this a property you were already familiar with? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm older than I look, so I grew up in that era. So I remember all the films. I loved the movies when they came out. So, and um, well, I can, fo- you know, have followed Ralph Macchio's career. So um, I was thrilled to meet them. I was thrilled that they were doing the show because I didn't know if they were going to get the original guys back, like when I first read it. Um, I thought Will Zapka looks so different. Ralph Macchio looks exactly the same. Will Zapka's in great <laughs> shape, but I would not have recognized him. And he couldn't be nicer. And I think because I had been through this whole long process, um, when I went for the fitting, they the um, assistant took me around and introduced me to everybody. I was like, really going to introduce me to everybody? And like knocked on Will Zapka's trailer. And I was like, don't bother him. And he goes, no, 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 I want you to meet him. And then he came out and said, oh, I heard you were great. And I was like, really? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we easy to work with. We were laughing like every take, you know, the crew and Will. It was a really fun and the guys were, couldn't have been nicer. Like the, all the three friends, John and Josh and um, Hayden, they were all super nice on set. So it was a really easy, great work environment for sure. And it was the first episode of the first season. So there were some kinks, but they were really, I thought, very nice considering it was probably really stressful for them. That might've been the first week of it all. So. Yeah. Yeah. It could very mm-hmm. well be. Now, you said, you mentioned that you followed uh, Ralph Macchio's uh, uh, career. Yeah, I was always cur- curious with what he was doing. Now, do you have a favorite Ralph Macchio movie and also a William Zabka movie? May- maybe not even like just favorite, favorite, but like roles of theirs that you just love. Like that's the, if, if that movie came on TV, you would stop to watch that movie. Karate Kid, yeah, and I watched it again before I worked on the show. Just because I okay. wanted to see it again. Um but yeah, of course, my cousin Vinny was great. Oh yeah, it's my who, who does it? Yeah. yeah, right. And Marissa Tomei was hilarious in that. But yeah, I love the I love that. Um, everybody was great in that. Everybody was really well cast in that. Um, and then I just identify Will as Johnny, like always, and he apparently is one of the most popular villains of all time in movies, yeah. which I thought was an interesting stat. But and and then again, just like with my playing the bitchy, he's nothing like that. So people don't really get that sometimes. I mean, people often say like, oh, you must be a good liar because you're an actor. And I always argue that actors are great truth tellers. But then I sort of feel like I'm negating that with playing the bitchy roles because I'm not. But then I go, I don't know, there's something inside that I think is, like I said, freeing where you're given permission to say the things you would never say, but maybe are think about. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But he, but he said it was a hard role for him, too. Yeah, I, I'd imagine, you know, I mean, to, I, I think that's the thing um, where you guys get the opportunity to kind of play something where you're just completely not. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just I think you use the word freeing. I, I think that's mm-hmm. very, you know, fitting for something like that. So it's just kind of like I would never say this, but it's it's kind of cool because like this isn't right. me, you know, and so right. it's a job. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So obviously you are known. Uh, I, I think you're the actual first character to have like an interaction with uh billy i i think uh-huh. he does interact with a young lady who's like jogging by but there's no dialogue uh not right. for her anyway so right after the show has premiered what has been like for you to be known as the woman who got johnny fired are people <laughs> reacting to you mm-hmm. as the character or are they saying hey that's cool you were with billy zapka what's that been like for you well, that was crazy at first because it was so pop. I was way more popular than anyone realized. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I think in the first couple of months, 40 million views of the first yeah, episode. At least. I was like, mm-hmm. what? That's so crazy. 
So I should be more into social media, being an actor and being in the industry, but I'm not. I really don't like it. I try to keep my life pretty simple. But people were constantly reaching out to me on Facebook and all these strangers were trying to friend me. And I'm like, I don't really friend people. I don't know. So I set up my Instagram account just because of the show. So I had never had an Instagram account and I didn't want one. And my friend's daughter came home from school, from college. And she was like, I'll set it up for you. I'm like, great. You're the perfect person to do it. Cause she's the perfect age, 20 year old knows all about social media. So she set that up for me. Well, and here we are now. Cause that's how I found you. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Nice. And, uh, and now the people who tried to friend me, I would write them back and say, I set up this Instagram page. So then they would, you know, go on there and follow me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um yeah. I have noticed that from like some of the uh the younger actors as well uh that mm-hmm. they said that all of a sudden their Instagrams just blew up and now they're just, right, they're just right. kind of being overwhelmed with all these wonderful people and maybe not so yeah. wonderful as well. So it, I can right. see it being overwhelming both ways, good and bad. Right. And I don't like I asked my friend's daughter too like I don't need to like follow them and write them and she was like no 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 because you're in a unique situation like as an actor you can just let people follow you i'm like okay that's good yeah yeah that's it you know and i i've been uh well thank you for replying to me so because i i know it's easy to kind of uh overlook certain messages just especially if you get just so many of them every day right and i wasn't that good at it so i didn't even know about the message thing i'm like oh okay i have a message (laughs) (laughs) like oh what is this notification (laughs) right so, and then, like I said, the couple of times you wrote, I'm like, oh, I didn't even see it. Like, sorry. No, so, it's yeah. quite all right. It, it all worked out eventually. Yes. But Mr. Zapka, you know, I've heard nothing but nice things uh, yeah, about so him. Nice. So what what was it like uh, working with him, like, you know, in between cuts and stuff like that? Yeah, it was great. We were talking about everything. We were talking about bullying because he does, like, um, he's been in different high schools throughout since the Karate Kid movie. He'd been asked to speak a lot on that subject. So I think that's great that he gives back that way. Whether he had any experience with it or not, people identify him that way. So people are willing to listen. So I I think that's a great um, use of his celebrity that way. So we talked about that. I had done a lot of volunteering and I work with kids at risk in L.A. So we were talking about that. And my friend's teenage daughter was having a little trouble with that subject at the time. So we talked about that on the way to set um, and yeah, and just joked around in between. And you know what I thought was really nice too, like often in between takes or when they turn the camera around, they'll often be a stand in and he stayed. And I remember I, I leaned over like when I realized he was staying and I said, Oh my God, thank you for being here. And he was like, no, thank you. And I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> now for those who don't know, what, what do um, the stand ins actually do? Well, they, when they turn the camera around and the camera's not on, the actor then it's on me let's say the guest star whoever so you don't really see the actor you might see the back of his head or his shoulder so they'll use somebody who is similar height and build and coloring and all so they'll run the lines with you as opposed to having the actual celebrity in the scene so i thought that was really nice that he stayed yeah oh okay yeah i had no idea so there you go you you learn something Mm -hmm. every day don't you yeah um (laughs) <laughs> now I I know you're on your way to uh, something, so we'll get uh, you yeah. know ready to wrap up here. Um, okay. What are some uh, you know we talked about? Here's the thing: uh, a season two coming mm-hmm. again is probably already out by the time your interview is out. Uh, what are some okay. other projects that listeners can look forward to to seeing you in? Um, I don't know right now. I mean, I've done a lot of stage, like I said, for 20 years. I've been on stage, and so those were all missed opportunities. Um, but I'll play a lot more. Atlanta is full of TV and film. There's 
supposedly more being filmed here than LA and New York. Um, and I have a great, a great agent and I'm really focusing on these bitchy roles that I've kind of just come to embrace in the last couple of years. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like dynasty, hopefully soon. It's actually the same casting director that worked on Cobra Kai is casting dynasty. So I was in for that the other day. So hopefully he finds something for me. Um, and they're fans of mine because of the show and because of how far I got with the other role too. Um, he gave me one of the biggest compliments I'd gotten the other day when I went in for dynasty, but I think I was too young for the role. So yes, uh, shows in that vein where I can really kind of dig into this again, this kind of role. So yeah, I'll let you know. I'll post it on my um, Instagram and Facebook and let people know. And that concludes my interview with uh, Miss Kylie Del Rey. So I want to thank her again for coming on the show and spending some time talking about Cobra Kai. Uh, so again, if you guys have not yet, please check out the web series. Here's the thing. It's a lot of fun. She's amazing in it. She has great comedic timing. Uh, again, she mentioned anybody in a relationship, whether married or not, can find some relatability uh, about that show. So uh, congrats to her and the the crew uh, for that web series and their second season. Uh, we hope that we can see some more of Judy uh, in season two of Cobra Kai. So that's something to look forward to uh, as, as well if she comes back, obviously. So um, again, I want to thank the listeners for your guys' continued support. Uh, if you guys want to show us uh, some support and some love, please consider Consider taking a couple minutes to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever listening device uh, you use. Uh, just that star rating or a review will, you know, help us just a little bit. You know, bump us up in the rankings in terms of the Cobra Kai coverage. And also, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, we have a Instagram account at Cobra Kai Podcast. You can interact with us on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod. And all of our episodes, if you guys go into the show notes, I also feature a link to our WordPress page, which has every single link to everything we've ever produced. So I always update that and I put the date on there as well. So you know how recent it's been updated. So you can find all of the interviews, all of the uh, episode reviews we've done of Cobra Kai and any other bonus material as well. So um, I want to thank you guys again for checking out the episode and checking out our show. Hopefully you guys subscribe so you can get the latest updates for anything we produce. So that'll do it for this episode and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.